How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. A little bit of a uh, change of pace for us here. I believe this will be our first ever episode that is not watching a Batman movie. Correct. Um, uh, other than um, like our talks from Early. two years ago on like the animated series and stuff. I think this is our first non-Batman movie episode. Not just that, but non-Batman episode completely. So Non-DC. Be, no, no, yeah, and non-DC completely. So this will be... <laughs> This will be a little different, but as everyone knows, Endgame is coming out tomorrow night. This is going to drop on uh, Wednesday morning. This is Wednesday morning when you guys are listening to this. So this is coming out tomorrow. I got tickets for 7 o'clock show, and I cannot wait. I've avoided hearing really anything about anything, and I'm I'm ready. I got one more movie to watch in my rewatching. I'll watch um, Infinity War tonight, and mm. then then I'll be good. Yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I can't go to the midnight premiere, which eh, is such they a don't bummer. even have midnight premieres anymore. Midnight premieres the that's the late show now. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, like freaking one one movie theater right near base here is like screening it like Thursday, like at like four p.m. Yeah, I like, know. Well, like... mo- most start usually sometime around there. Like the one here, the first showing is at six, and the one I'm going to is at seven. But that, it's so much fun going to a midnight. Oh premiere. well, I agree. Hey, I agree. But when I got to get up at five in the morning, that's not oh, no, going to happen. I, I understand. Plus, plus, I don't even think they have min- a midnight showing here. I don't remember seeing one. I, I think the I latest one was like a ten, like a ten forty-five or something. Yeah, but, but no, I'm, I'm with you. That... I miss I miss midnight premieres. I loved oh, going to midnight premieres. I went to midnight premieres of terrible movies and still loved them. I went to Green Lantern and the midnight premiere Ooh. of that, and it was so much fun. I went to Amazing Spider-Man, oh. the midnight premiere of that, and that was a lot of fun. Of course, that was also a lot of fun because I didn't know. Anyway, but um, <laughs> no, I yeah, I love going to midnight premieres. It's it's they're great, and and it's a, it's a lost it's lost now. It's pretty much gone. I remember yeah. that was a big deal for me with Star Wars when Force Awakens came out. I really wanted sure. to see a midnight premiere. And also I had to work that day um, at a movie theater. So I was there late anyway. But I think I saw that at 2 a.m. I saw a 2 a.m. showing of Force Awakens. But I did see it the first day. Or I guess technically that, it was Friday, but it's close enough. Yeah, so I'm, I'm seeing it Friday and I'm seeing it in IMAX. So that kind of makes see, up for that's, it. See, that's nice, yeah. You'll be seeing it in you IMAX. Will, I am not seeing it in eventually. IMAX. Eh, no I won't. No, because there's no IMAX here. Well, I mean, like when you come to Atlanta. Yeah, but I already have tickets and I'm not seeing it in IMAX. I don't. Oh, what are you, what I don't are you think. Doing? I don't care much about IMAX when they're not real IMAX movies. And this most. Is. Yeah, I bet. I bet IMAX. you anything. There will be one to two scenes that are actually IMAX scenes. Uh, apparently, they shot at least most of it in IMAX. Oh well, that would be cool. But also. You know, these aren't real IMAX theaters. There's only like four in the whole like nation or whatever. There's only two in the state of Georgia. Yeah, I went to the IMAX one in Candy Space Center. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. The one in Georgia, there's only one at Mall of Georgia, and then there's the Fernbank one, which doesn't even show real movies. Right, right. And that's it. So so to me, IMAX I would much rather see it in the Dolby Theater than IMAX. Oh, that's nice too. But 
with everything and with my family going and all that stuff. And, you know, we were doing stuff later that day. So we got to do it like in the morning and all the, whatever the stuff was. We're not I'm not seeing an IMAX, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a better theater than the one here. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Fine. With that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing it here in Fort Rucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Ew. So Endgame is coming out and I've been I've been rewatching all of uh all well no that's a lie. I've not been rewatching all the movies because <laughs> I I was the whole time leading up to it like my dad had started doing that and, and, and you know a lot of people are doing that. I was like I don't oh, yeah. care. I I know all the movies. I've seen I've seen them all, you know, and most of them recently enough and and then last Friday I was like, yeah, I kind of want to rewatch them. And so I was like, all right, I have like 13 days to, and there's like 21 movies. So I was like, all right, right off the bat, we're not watching all of them. And I wouldn't even watch all of them anyway. So I, I kind of whittled them down. I was like, all right, I can watch, I'll watch these like 10 or whatever. And so I watched Thor Ragnarok last night and then I'll watch Infinity War tonight and oh, I'll be nice. fully caught up for, uh, for Endgame tomorrow. And I am. Man, I'm I'm very I'm very excited. I'm not Force Awakens excited. I'm really? not I'm not Iron Man three excited. Oh my god! I'm telling you, man. I will I'll get to that later. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, this is right there. I mean, it's right. It's probably right there at like Last Jedi excited or you know right there. But uh, the, the I, big I the been... biggest ones for me are still Force Awakens, Iron Man three, and The Dark Knight Rises. The, those are one. Those are like top three most anticipated movies in my lifetime. And then this one's probably four. It's probably right, right there. This this is like tied for me. Like I haven't been this excited since Dark Knight Rises or The Dark Knight. Like mm-hmm. that's how excited I am about this. Yeah. No, that's that's perfectly fair. No, per- oh, perfectly yeah. fair. I mean, I, it's gonna. It might. I mean, if any movie could possibly beat Avatar, and nope. I still don't think anything can. Nope. This is the closest we'll ever come. It's not gonna beat Avatar, but I w- I would love for it to. But it's just oh, not. If Force Awakens didn't beat Avatar, nothing will. This I think this will do better than Force Awakens. I don't think honest. so, and I think I think the I think it'll be about on par with Force Awakens, but it's three hours long, so they're gonna lose money from from that. And true, but... and there's a lot of movies coming out. When Force Awakens came out in December, there wasn't really a lot around it for a couple that's, of months. It's a good point. Yeah. So no, I don't think I don't think it will. I hope it does. I th- I wouldn't be shocked if it does, but yeah. but I just eh, just for those reasons, I think it it, it will fall maybe a little short. And that's that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so uh, we're gonna do a lot of talking about Marvel movies. That's that's this whole show. We're not watching a Batman movie. We're talking Marvel movies. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about all the Marvel movies. We're gonna talk about our favorite scenes from all you know in the MCU. We're gonna talk about well a bunch of stuff. But the main thing we're gonna talk about is our rankings because a big thing went across Twitter about a week ago or a few days ago. I saw it first from high top films and um, just people, you know, everyone's ranking all their movies one from 21. And so we both figured we'd jump in on that. So we did that and we put them up on Twitter already. So if you've seen those and you know that, but we're going to, you know, talk about it and talk through them and our reasons why and all that stuff. No, am I supposed to? Yeah, we're going to do all that stuff. Like I keep talking and you're just not responding. So I'm like, well, Ian should talk some. Well, like, that wasn't like any for me anything for me to say i was like yeah i mean that's what we're gonna be doing i thought you were about to just go into the go into the list well or go into the i, I next... thought I, I thought i heard you trying to say something like a minute ago so i was gonna let you say that but oh like earlier when you said like you know we're finally 
talking about all the Marvel movies, I was going to be like, well, this is our true colors because we're obviously Marvel shills. Oh, well, that <laughs> is true. Have, right, right, right. Even though our entire have, podcast is watching all Batman movies, <laughs> we're, we're Marvel shills. Exactly. Somehow, yeah. Because anyway. we don't want the Snyder Cut. Which is true. I blocked hashtag release the Snyder Cut on Twitter finally. I hadn't been doing it because it had been entertaining, and I was finally like, this is still going on? No, it's not fun anymore. Here's here's a good question for Endgame. How much you want that that the Rotten Tomatoes score is going to get sabotaged by Snyder fans? No, it won't. There's not enough of them. Oh, there are. No. No, there's not. Yes, there are. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is so much bigger than anything Snyder fans could touch. Oh, no doubt. But there's still, like, there's, they're going to try to at least. Like, but it won't do anything. It. it won't do yeah. anything. It will not make a single be, thing. Yeah. There's such a there's such a minority that people compared keep, yeah people keep forgetting how much of a minority they really are just because they're so obnoxious and loud. Sure. Um, well, I mean, which try. is you know, fa- I mean, fair enough, I guess, but to them, but um, yeah, no, it's not. That's not going to matter. Yeah. No, of course not. But anyway, so uh, we're gonna start off. Well, we're gonna start off talking about our top uh, t- our top rankings, and then we'll talk more about our favorite stuff a little bit later on. But you uh. Want- you want to start at the top or the bottom? Um, I don't know exactly how to do this because I don't, I don't, I don't really want to go one at a time. Yeah. Um. I I what, think 21? I think we should I think we should just start maybe with the. Uh, hmm. Start with the bottom six maybe, and then do five and five. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Um, yeah. Again, these rankings are, for the most part, pretty fluid, I would assume. Right. I know mine yeah. have changed. I know mine even – I'm pretty sure I've even changed my mind on a couple of these Since. in the past week. So, right, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that when we get to them. But, yeah, I guess we can go ahead and start at the uh, start at the bottom. And you want to just do, I guess, our bottom five and just start, start from sure, there. Sure, sure. All right, so my number um, 21, without question, Iron Man freaking three. <laughs> saw it opening night saw all three iron man's opening night will never ever ever see that movie again i don't care there's been other movies i haven't liked and i'll get maybe to some of those and then maybe have grown on me or whatever this one i will never give it a chance to grow on me i will never watch this again it was a piece of garbage it was the most disappointing movie i've ever seen in a theater in my entire life i'm telling you this was top three most anticipated movies for me ever I was so excited. I loved the first Iron Man. It was the first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters. I really like Iron Man 2. I I'd enjoyed all the Marvel movies. I've enjoyed this universe at this point. And we're finally getting the number one Iron Man villain, which we hadn't... I mean, Iron Monger and Whiplash are real Iron Man villains, but they're not great. And, you no. know, it was about the character and building other stuff. It wasn't about the villains, like most right. Marvel movies aren't. And, exactly. and, but this one was going to be, and it, I mean, this is the Joker, the man, um, um, the Mandarin is the Joker to the iron, to Iron Man. And I was so ready for this. I was like, finally, we're, we're kind of moving on and we're getting a big real Iron Man comic book villain for this movie. And that'll be all this stuff. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And, and on top of them ruining the Mandarin, the whole movie was boring. Yeah. It's it so was... boring. And anyone who says they like, oh, I like this movie. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. Tony, PTSD, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But sure. it's boring as hell. And just it was just the most disappointing thing I've ever seen in my life. And for that, 
21. Yeah, I, I have it at 19. I, I'm with you. Like, the thing that doesn't make it as bad for me is I wasn't as hyped about it as you were. Because I liked the first right. Iron Man. I, I didn't like Iron Man 2. So this one, I was kind of like, yeah. Um, but, like, the, the I mean, I'm not even a huge fan of the Mandarin. And, like, I hate all the people who are like, oh, all those sweaty comic book nerds are just mad because it wasn't like the comics. It's like, no, it's not about being like the comics. Like, right. I thought the Mandarin they introduced at first with, like, all the videos, like, I was like, okay, this guy is scary. Yeah, I well, yeah me too. I start fight him. It was cool. And then the one we actually got after the stupid joke was generic fire-breathing Guy Pierce. Like, Well, that wasn't you, the Mandarin even. No, no. But, like, the villain we got after that. Was boring. Was like, yeah, exactly. We were promised an awesome one, just the movie alone, not the comics. Right. Just for the movie. And then yeah, the one no, we I got agree. was lame. Totally agree. Totally agree. And, uh, and just keep in mind, that, w- that summer – for movies was terrible. You want to talk about disappointing movies? That was the same summer that Man of Steel and Star Trek Into Darkness came out. Didn't uh, didn't Amazing Spider-Man two come out that year too? Or did the first one come I out was, that year? I think Amazing Spider-Man came out in two thousand fourteen. Okay, so was, this was Amazing Spider-Man. This was the first one then that came out. Oh, did I it believe. come out a year before? I think it came out two years. I think it came out in. This came out in what twenty fourteen or or uh, 2012 or twenty thirteen? This is thirteen. Yeah. Hmm. No, I think Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012. I think so, yeah. Um, but like, still, Star Trek Into Darkness, A Man of Steel, and then this—that was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it was kind of rough. Um, yeah. So anyway, so then my other to round out my other five because I don't have much to say about any of them: Captain oh. Marvel, Incredible Hulk, Thor: Dark World, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, full disclosure: I have not seen Captain Marvel, and oh. I have not seen all of Incredible Hulk. So to be fair, I can't really I can't really comment on either of those other than I couldn't get through Hulk and I turned it off about 20 yeah. minutes into it because it was boring. Um, Captain Marvel, I've not seen so and I don't want to see it. I have no desire to see it, but I can't necessarily talk on it. So I just put it at the bottom because I have nothing to say about it. Sure. I mean, I, I saw Incredible Hulk. God, years ago, and I don't even think I finished it. I, like, I, I, I'm just not a fan of the Hulk in general. Yeah. And not and as a main did, character. Oh, God, no. And, and that did nothing to help. So uh, but I have seen Captain Marvel. It, Why? It, 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 Why did you watch it? Out of just morbid curiosity. Yeah, and fair. like, because I had to. Like, you know, if, if I didn't, I feel like people would be like, well, you're just going to trash it and not see it. It's like, fine. But I didn't pay for it. That's a big thing. Right. I, I illegally watched it like a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it deserves to be at the bottom of this list. It is it is so generic. The, the first act is is like rogue one baffling, like just all over the place. Like what do you, what do you, what is even happening right now? Yeah. And then Brie Larson, I've yet to see anyone say she was good in this movie. Cause she's not, mm-hmm. I mean, Samuel Jackson, try uh, Ben Mendelsohn as the scroll tries, but boy, but she's the weakest part. I mean, and granted Carol Danvers is a, is a boring character in general, right. but she does nothing like, and usually Marvel has been great about that. Like taking characters, Nobody really cares about and actually making them awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is not the case. And, yeah. and the biggest thing about this movie is how they handle Fury losing his eye. Because, like, it's teased <laughs> in Winter Soldier as being this awesome, like, backstory. And, like, it, you know, explains why he kind of becomes cynical and doesn't trust anybody. Kid you not, ten minutes before the end, he's playing with a cat who turns out to be an alien. And the cat just scratches his eye. And, like, the next scene, they're at dinner. They're sitting at a dinner table. He's got an eye patch, and, like, he doesn't even care. That's it. 
See, that's that's one of my that's my number one reason why I don't want to watch this movie. Aside from all, no, 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 not that. Aside from all that stuff, aside from you know it not being good, and aside from Brie Larson not being good, I don't want to see this movie solely because of the retconning. I, yeah. I hate retconning. I've talked about this too. many times on this show. I absolutely hate it. It was the worst part of Solo. It was the worst part of yep. Rogue One. Yep. I, and and I think Rogue One's a good movie, but but it's that that's the worst part of all that stuff. I just I hate it so much. That I'm like, nope, I'm just not going to see it. I'm not going to let that muddle anything else. I'm just not. I'm just not going to deal with that. Yeah, she's not even a hero in a movie. She literally gets her superpowers from the Tesseract. And it's just, oh, it's it's a mess. And, like, it it actually brings down the whole Sinek universe, I think. it's not. That's what I was thinking. So that's why I didn't want to see it. (laughs) It's not a terrible movie itself. Like, there's plenty of fine action. But she's way overpowered. There's nothing interesting about her. And it's... I mean, it's just as phoned in as it gets. And, like, I, I did you hear about the guy who's apparently seen it, like, 164 <laughs> times? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> what? That's funny. He, well, he did it to set a world record, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, pick any other movie. I, hey, I, I agree. I'm with Ugh. you. <laughs> but, but, Ian, at the same time, you got to think of it this way. Whatever you see, you will hate. No matter what it is, if you see that oh. movie that many times. So, why not just do something you already might not like, and then it won't matter. You're a genius, yeah. That's a good point. It's that, like it's yeah. like making a song you like your alarm clock. You yeah. instantly hate that song. Yeah. Yeah, I've made that mistake. Yep. But All right. it's okay. Moving on. Um anyway, so yeah, I mean that that those round out. I don't have anything to say about Thor. That's in the handful of movies along with Green Lantern and couple other movies where I literally saw once and then in the theater and then have not seen again. Um, I don't I remember don't. what I, I saw it in the theater. I think it was on opening night and I don't remember hating it. I just, yeah. it was just one of those where I was just like, okay. And then I just never thought to watch it again. So I mean, my, my brain remembers almost nothing from that movie. Sure. I remember they introduced the reality stone in a big red cloud and there's a weird yeah. elf guy who doesn't look anything like the comic book that he's supposed to be a comic yeah. book character. And then there's a big rock thing that Thor smashes at some point. And th- I think that's about all I remember. Yeah, I actually I don't hate this movie like everyone else does. It's, to me, it's like it may be a guilty pleasure, but I still don't find myself watching that often. To me, it's like the, the most inoffensive movie there is. Like, yeah, like you just forget about it. But like, I, I, I don't hate it. I actually I have. Actually, I have Captain America: The First Avenger in my in my bottom six because that was actually one I was really looking forward to, and I just it, it disappointed me a lot. But Thor: The okay. Dark World is like again, like the, the, how they use the reality stone in that like makes no sense. There's nothing to do with reality. Yeah. Whereas like actually Infinity War, he's like using it to to like you know control reality. Right. It's like oh, that's why it's called that. But, right. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's again like if you never watch it again, you're not missing anything. But if you do watch it, you're not trying to gouge your eyes out. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's fair. Um, yeah. I also have Ant Man and the Wasp down there. Uh, that's that was the first ever Marvel movie I did not see in the theaters. It was the first one, and and I I meant to, it just didn't happen. And then yeah. um and then I watched it on the plane I think in December finally, and I was so bored that entire yeah. movie. I was so bored. And, uh, so yeah, I'm not a big fan. So I put that down there at 17 for me. Yeah. I, I like the first Ant-Man a lot, but yeah, me the too. second one, 
it's not bad, but like I think we were all on just such like a high after Infinity War. Like when this one came out, we're like we just kind of ignored a lot of like the flaws. Like there's like no villain in this movie. Like even Ghost is like as forgettable as a villain there is. And I think because we had just gotten Thanos, we kind of let that slide. But like yeah. there's like no, there's barely any com- conflict in this movie. The kind of the climax is not that exciting at all. No. I, I mean, I was like the only thing I remember about this movie is the, is the after credit scene where they all turn to dust. Cause like I'd forgotten right. about, like the snap, and I was like, "Oh!" And like that was the only time the movie actually made me feel something. <laughs> yeah, I feel I, I'm the same way. I, I've forgotten about that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, this takes place after." Um, but but yeah, anyway, it's, it's a lot like the Dark World. It's like you never need to see it again. But I mean, yeah, it's not terrible. And then my my 16 was was Captain uh, Captain America, the first one. I'm just same I'm here. just not a fan of that movie. It's just. It's just there, and I'm our, I'm not a Captain America fan in any way, and so it's just like, man. I mean, it's it's fine. It's not it's not a bad movie. Um, it's just one that I'm just probably not gonna watch. I just don't really have any desire to watch again. No, see, I actually am a huge Captain America fan, and I was really excited about this one. And the thing this movie gets really well is that they nail his character perfectly. Like, I've never, I can't remember last time, like, you know, you just wanted to root for somebody so much. Because, <laughs> like, you see him as, I guess, really? I'm not, I'm just not a Captain America fan. All right. Well, even, like, you know, because, like, he's scrawny and, like, the underdog. Right. And he actually stays a good man. And there's some, there's some really good scenes with him and Stanley Tucci. But the thing I hate about this movie is the action scenes are, are terrible, especially the later ones. Yeah. Where it's, like, him jumping. Like, it looks terrible. It looks cheap. Mm-hmm. And granted, you can say that a lot about a lot of Marvel movies with all the CGI, but this one particularly, like whenever they're jumping in slow motion or like the the train scene where Bucky falls, like it looks bad. And like the the ending just gets rushed really fast. Where like you know where he's going after Red Skull and then he the plane crashes and he wakes up in modern day. That was like I remember watching it at the theaters. We're like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? But. <laughs> Uh, I'm all I can say is I'm so glad the Russos took took over for his character after. Oh yeah, I think we all are. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I I'm a huge Russos fan because I mean, Community is my favorite TV show of all time, and that's really where they got their big start. Um, well, they did Arrested Development before they, that great show. Yeah, yeah, they did, but I feel like they did more on Community than they did on Arrested. Development. Oh sure, yeah, they just directed a couple episodes. Right. They, I mean, they basically show ran. I mean, other than Dan Harmon, they pretty much show ran a lot. They directed a ton of episodes of Community, so much okay. so that there's a lot of Community actors that make uh, appearances in uh, Marvel movies, and it's great. Oh sure, we got to see Danny Pudi in Winter Soldier. We got to see Jim Rash in Civil War. So all yeah, that. Yeah. that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, so that's 16 for me. So moving into the top 15 for me, 15 Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, that movie I initially thought. Okay, well, there's a lot with Homecoming. Homecoming I was real excited about because Civil War was so well done with uh, with Spider-Man. Other than the fact that Aunt May was like 15 years old and um, Iron Man freaking already knew his identity and all that crap. Other than all that stuff, it was great. Uh, him and Civil War is great, and I'll get to that later. So I was so excited. I was excited about Tom Holland. I was like, okay, perfect. Younger guy actually can do some of these moves. Perfect. I was like, this guy's great. And then this movie came out, and it was like it, it was like they're like, okay, all right, you guys know Spider-Man, right? All this stuff? Yeah. Throw that away and create a new character and then put it in this movie. Because he's nothing like Spider-Man after the first 
don't know, 10 minutes of the movie. And, and even then, the character's already flawed so horribly that it's like there's no way to recover and they just don't even bother. I mean, so I've been, t- I watched it a couple days ago and I hadn't watched it in a while. I hadn't seen it since the theaters. And uh, I think I saw it twice in the theaters. But, um, and I was like, all right, well, I just need, I, so for the past couple of months, I've been like, all right, I need to, this just, this isn't Spider-Man. It's a new version. It's all this stuff. Like, oh, just, just get that through. And then, then it'll be all right. Nope. I will never, I'm not going to watch this movie again. I was even more mad watching it two days ago than I was initially. Oh, that's a shame. Cause it was just like, it's not a terrible movie as far as movie making goes. And Michael no, Keaton is good, but it's, there's nothing Spider-Man about it. Everything is just dumb. All the characters are dumb. And anyway, it, it was, it was so frustrating. There's there, the action scenes other than the very end. Are, aren't even that great. Uh, there's, oh, I, there's... I would disagree. I don't, I don't think the end, of, I, I thought the end was boring. I mean, I liked the plane fight. Um, yeah, I guess. But the, the, there was no action. There's no New York. There's no, no web slinging. There's no anything, really. And yeah. so my oh, favorite part, my favorite part of the movie is the very beginning when he's just kind of going around the street yeah, trying yeah. to do stuff. <laughs> that was great. I was like, okay, I, that's great. We, you know, that, that was a great Spider-Man scene. Yeah. But the whole time he's just like calling the Avengers. Like, I need the Avengers. It's like, no, you're not. That's no, you're Spider-Man. Go do Spider-Man yeah. stuff. Like, you're not about joining the Avengers. You're not about impressing Daddy Tony. It's like, uh, it's just all wrong. It's just all wrong. All, there's no motivation. Everything works out for him. All the anyway, anyway, I, I could talk too long on that. But so that's way down there for me. Yeah, I had that number 10. I obviously don't hate it as much as you, but I'm also not as big of a Spider-Man purist as you. I mean, I I enjoy it a lot. Um, again, like kind of forgetting that it is Spider-Man or it's supposed to be Spider-Man. But yeah, the, the big thing that gets me is that the look of the movie is very bland. Like yeah. None of the action scenes to me stuck out. No. Um, what, 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 what I do like is that he – I like Tom Holland obviously a lot, and I like sure. how – it's like the first movie that actually portrays high schoolers looking like high schoolers. Yeah. And yeah, not yeah, yeah. freaking 30 year olds like trying to be high schoolers and stuff. And sure. Like, you know, when they, when they first announced the movie, they announced that they wanted it to be like a John Hughes movie. And I, I think it actually does that well, obviously. Yeah. It's the John, that. it's a John Hughes movie with no heart or character development. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I don't know. I, I, there's I fun. There's laughs, all that stuff, but there's oh, yeah. no, there's no real heart. And there's no, there's really no development at all. No, the, the only heart I would get is I think the scene, like you know, where he's crushed under the rubble and he's that scene he's, is I mean, good. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, I'll buy that because my yeah. my favorite part, other than the very beginning, my favorite part of the movie is after he gets rid of stupid Iron Spider suit, um, and when he has to do all that with his own stuff again. Right. I was like, finally, this feels like Spider Man a little bit. And so yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, but I, w- I would agree that's kind of the only heart moment because they don't really go into his relationship with Aunt May. Nope, it's Obviously, awful. I have to skip every scene with that. It's it's unwatchable. I yeah, I mean the the only heart they try to do is with him and Tony, and like, like you know, like like and that's stupid because it's just a dumb, it's just a dumb arc, and it just it's uninteresting to me. And man, and I just don't understand. Well, one, I don't like the AMA thing in the first place. But two, right. Mercedes Tomei is a great actor, and she's terrible oh, yeah. in this movie. 
Well, she's not given anything to work with. Her, no, really. no, she's not. But it's just it's unwatchable. Any scene with him and Aunt May is just like I can't I can't <laughs> even watch this. It's just it's just annoying. Yeah, like his his relationship with Tony, I think, does more for Tony, but it doesn't do anything for him. Not really. Like it, makes, it him makes him look him like a look whiny needy. baby. Yeah. And the whole point of Spider Man is he's a kid trying to act like an adult around right. everybody, and this is not him. He's just yeah. acting like a. A kid, which is good in a way because he is a kid, so you need that element, but it's almost too far that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess they had to do something to differentiate him from the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield. They already have, he already is. Like, you didn't have to go farther, but it is like they're like, okay, this is all Spider Man. Yeah, we're not going to do Spider Man, we're going to create a new character, and it's just a shame because I would love, anyway, just they, they were getting it so right in Civil War, and then just we're not in this one. Well, Civil War gets a lot right. We'll talk about True. that. True, we will talk about that. Um, I then have to round out up up t- till my top ten. I have uh, Ant Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Age yep. of Ultron. And yep. already off the bat, I would probably move Age of Ultron actually into my top ten after watching it again. But we'll we'll talk about it in a second. Ant Man to me, I think is fine. It's not really a super re- rewatchable movie for me. But it's fun. Oh. It's funny. Michael Pena is really funny, and there's some he good scenes. But that's about it. It's just kind of fun. I, yeah, I mean, th- to me, it's like that's the one I could watch a lot because it's it is fun, and it, it, I think it's one of the shorter Marvel movies. Yeah, um, it, yeah, I think it is. It's like right at like around ninety minutes. But yeah, it's like there's not a whole lot to talk about. I, let, I mean, I kudos to Peyton Reed for having to follow up Edgar Wright and actually right. giving us a good movie. Um, but I, I, I actually really like the introduction of the yellow jacket. I like how they wait till the end and I think he has a pretty cool reveal when we finally get to see him in the, in the suit. Obviously the, the villain itself, Arthur Cross, I think, or something like that, Aaron Cross or something like that. I, he's not very memorable, but, um, even though Corey Stoll is a great actor, but I, I still really like the movie and, and, uh, it, actually that movie, I feel like has a lot of heart, especially with Paul Rudd and his daughter, that kind of dynamic going on I've, i found myself rooting for him but yeah yeah solid you, movie. you have that a little bit higher than me up at 12 yeah and uh then i have dr strange that's a movie i hadn't seen since the theater till a couple of days ago um i think i saw it i want to say i saw it twice in the theater but i, I hadn't too. seen it since then and so rewatching that again it's good you know it's good i i enjoy it i, I enjoy that movie it's definitely a fun to watch movie but it's not near anywhere near the top for me. Yeah, I have it at number nine. I have it a little bit higher. Uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. Sure. I think his his character arc is really solid. I think visually is probably one of the stronger Marvel movies. Without it a doubt. is pretty. Yeah. Obviously, the villain is weak with uh, Kaikilius, but yeah. um, but uh, I, I think there's a lot of great scenes. We'll, and we'll we'll talk about some of our, our favorite scenes, but one of them definitely comes from. From this movie, but of, I, I I really like it. One of my favorite things that Doctor Strange is just listening to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's horrible American accent. Yeah. That's really funny to me because yeah, it's so bad, and he's so he's so fighting it with every word. I find it very entertaining. Yeah, that that sucks when like you have a great British actor like Benedict Cumberbatch, but but what makes him great is a great British accent. It's like it's kind of like Tom Hiddleston too. It's like. Damn it! I love seeing Tom Hiddleston and stuff, but when he has to do American accent, well, but it's with like, most you know, of them, you don't even notice with most no, of them. But he's uh, usually pretty good. Yeah, his, mo- his voice is so distinct too. But man, Benny, to come, I mean, he has to over enunciate every word to try <laughs> yeah. and get these down, and it, it's just it's very entertaining. 
It is. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hurt anything for me. I, 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 I it enhances it for me because it's even more fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Do you want to give any thoughts on Black Panther without you know? Black Panther. Black Panther for me is twelve. Um, I, I saw that a couple times in a theater, and I I loved that movie the first time I saw it in the theater. Same. I really loved it. And then the next time I I I, I still liked it fine. And then. I hadn't. I didn't watch it for a while, and I watched it a um, couple days ago, in my rewatchings, and I did not have a very good time rewatching it for the third time. Um, yeah. I still think it's good. Oh yeah. And I can't put my finger on it. I'm just uninterested in a lot of the movie. I, yeah. I think. I think some scenes look really pretty. I think the action's well done. I love the character of T'Challa. Um, yeah. But but it's just and, and I like uh, Michael B. Jordan as oh, Killmonger. All those are great, and I like freaking Ant- Andy Serkis' Claw. I mean, there's a bunch yeah. of great characters in this movie, but somehow the way it's put together, it just you never feel like anything is really at stake. Yeah, it's funny how you feel about Spider Man is actually a lot kind of how I feel about Black Panther because. The the big takeaway from Civil War for me was Black Panther. I thought he oh was yeah, I did love Black Panther and Civil War too. No, I totally agree. Yeah, because like not only did they the Russos you know just get his introduction perfectly, but one his costume looked amazing. Yeah, whereas it does not nearly look as good in Black Panther or Infinity War. But but I think one of the big problems with Black Panther, I was actually thinking about the other day, is I think there are way too many new characters. Because you think about it, there we know T'Challa, yeah. we know Claw. Obviously, we have to establish Killmonger really well. But then think about it. you got his sister, who's a big character. Right. Then you got his mother, and then the then girl, you got, or then the other girl. Yeah, the girlfriend who should not have been in this movie. They should have waited to do a, a romance in the second movie. Right. Then you've got the the rival. I forget his name. Umbaku. Yeah. And then you got his friend who then betrays him. And then his you friend, get. And yeah. then you get the bodyguard. His, the bodyguard, exactly. And, yeah. And, and you have Morgan. Uh, not Morgan Freeman. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker too. And then it, you have Michael B. Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, there, I didn't even think just, of that. There are a lot of characters they're introducing. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, they they want to flush out Wakanda, and that's great. But Which like, they do yeah, a good it, job of that, I think. Oh, they do a great job, yeah, visually and stuff. But um, yeah, I think that the more you think about it, the less the kind of the less intelligent the movie is. I, I do think the vibranium being able to do anything is mm. a little. But lazy. I mean, that's the way it is in the comics. So I mean, that oh, doesn't sure. bother me. But as like much. you know, it, of course, you know, it just doesn't translate when you're trying to make like this grounded, like like oh, yeah. Wakanda is amazing. It's like right. okay, sure, but. No, I, I I agree. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, that might be one of the best Marvel movies ever." And then, the more you kind of watch, you're like, eh, "It's still good, but it, it yeah. has a lot of flaws." Yeah, it is definitely uh, dropped for me. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting into two that I probably would flip after rewatching. But a movie, you know, we've talked about a couple of movies now. Just right there, we talked about one that we really liked, and then it kind of fell. Well, I'm going to go the other way now. Age of Ultron is my number 11. I would probably flip it with Thor and put it at number 10 now. I hated Age of Ultron when it first came out. I absolutely hated it um, for many reasons. One, because I just didn't really like it in general. I thought the Ultron thing is stupid. The whole thing is just Tony being an idiot. And then um, and then Hawkeye. I was so mad about Hawkeye because I love Hawkeye. He's right behind Batman and Spider-Man. He's my probably my next favorite superhero. Oh damn. And uh boy, they just took all of Hawkeye and went here, trash can. Poof, in that movie. And it was I was so mad. We're like, "Daddy Hawkeye? 
with a family and kids. He's the last Avenger of all of them who would have a kid. <laughs> or, yeah. Well, he would have a kid, but he wouldn't have a family. Right. And it's just like, geez, I got so mad at that. Um, but unlike Spider-Man or some others, that is one I've softened up on. And, and, and I, I, I appreciate it more. And there are probably more just single great scenes in that movie than almost oh, yeah. any other Marvel movie. Like, like if oh. you just take out specific scenes, there's a ton of them in this movie. And again, oh we'll, I, I got a list. I'll, I'll talk about that in a, you know, later, but that movie has grown on me. I enjoyed that much more on subsequent viewings. And this last time I watched it last week. I enjoyed this movie. Like I, oh, yeah. it's it's turned from me from hating it to th- thoroughly enjoying it. And so I'd probably put, I probably would slide that into my top ten now. Yeah, I I, I, I will. I have it at fourteen, but I actually, I think I, I, because I, I, you know me, I've actually kind of defended this movie while you've trashed it. Um, and, and so I probably would probably put past Black Panther now. I think of it because I didn't hate this movie when it first came out and. It's one of those movies I've actually watched quite a bit because it is really enjoyable. Yeah, it's like it's like the perfect like oh it's kind of late Saturday night. What am I gonna watch? Oh, I'll watch Age of Ultron. And um, because yeah, there's so many great scenes, and obviously there are a lot of flaws. I think the yeah. biggest scene is that obviously coming off Avengers and having to wait three years, audiences were expecting way more. Yeah, and and this does the the fatal sequel flaw that a lot of sequels do, whereas someone wrote they're like you can't have your characters be in the exact same place, like physically and mentally at the beginning of your sequel than they are at the end of the sequel. And that's kind of the problem is that nothing really, there aren't really, there aren't really any consequences of this movie. No. We find out later on. In well, War, right. There are later, but not in the movie. Right. Not in the movie. It's the same thing with Man of Steel. It's like, yeah, Metropolis gets destroyed and they talk about that. Not at the end of Man of Steel. Right. But, um, and the Ultron's the same way. Whereas like they they just end at New York and everything's happy yeah, you know, Quicksilver died, but like he was a brand new character, so right. it's not that big of a deal. So okay, so I am going to talk about that. Fun. That's one of the dumbest scenes in the entire movie because he's he getting what? What are they shooting? What is Ultron shooting out of that thing? These giant slugs coming out of these like uh, whatever the like the Quinjet guns. Those aren't normal like nine millimeter bullets. They're like no, these no. giant things. They're not going to stop in your body, right? They went through, didn't they? No, because he got oh. he put himself in front of Hawkeye and the kid. Oh, you're right. And 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 they are they're alive. And I remember yeah. watching this. I'm like, those bullets would go right through him. And also, yeah, why did he not? How much cooler would that scene have been and make a lot more sense? Why did he not like either grab them or push them out of the way? How much better would it be to do the scene exact same way, but instead he super speeds and pushes them out of the way? Like maybe he can't, maybe for whatever reason, he can't physically pick them up and carry them fast enough, but he pushes them out of the way and then takes the bullets. How much better would that have been? Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. Even regardless of it not making sense, I just feel like that would have been more effective. Yeah, but they wanted that, like, they wanted I know, that little they wanted the pause, and the re- I know, yeah, I know, exactly. I know, I know why, but but I'm sitting there, I'm like, those bullets would not have stopped in his body. No, and like, but yeah, it's like, even though I really enjoy this movie, that was definitely, I think Marvel made the right decision, where this movie still made a crap ton of money, and was well received, but I think Marvel was like, you know what, we really need to progress here, and Joss Whedon just isn't the guy for that. Yeah, no, I and agree. I but man, man, he gave us some fantastic scenes, which we'll talk oh, about. Oh, I will, I will always later. be grateful for him. For no, sure. I, 
Oh, yeah. Were you done? Oh, I thought you were talking about like Because I know he's getting a lot of heat for Justice League. It's oh, like, yeah. Well, but, uh, <laughs> that was... That, that was a collaborative disaster. Um, yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah. All right, so that's my 11 and into my top 10, at least on this thing that I had. I, I have Thor is next, although I'd switch that with with Age of Ultron now. A lot of people don't like Thor. I enjoy I like Thor. It. I like Thor. Is it is it great? No, no. But I really enjoy it. I think it's fun. It's the classic lose the powers thing, which I hate that. But sure. But, you know, it's a guy who's just the worst and then he has to not be the worst. And so it's a very yeah. simple story that's told half the Marvel movies are that. And yeah. uh, it works. Um, I love Natalie Portman, obviously. So anything that she's in is a plus. Um, Even though people hate the her character and the other chick. The other chick is awful. Kat Dennis yeah, is unbearable in this movie. But yeah, she's, uh, she's Natalie bad. Portman's fine. And then, uh, yeah. oh, what's his name? The other guy, um, the doctor. He's oh, great. Man, uh, yeah, Stellan uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, the guy from uh, Goodwill Hunting. He's, oh yeah, he's uh, he's great, and I think he's good in the movie too. So um, yeah. all the characters, all the characters, I think in this movie, other than freaking Cat Dennis, I think they're all they're all good. I think they're all good characters. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, you get more of Coulson and in there and everything. Uh, yeah, so Coulson. So no, I enjoy Thor. Thor's fun. It's nothing great. But I, 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 I like it a lot. And then there's one scene in particular that I love, and I'll talk about that later also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thor, people forget the, the Marvel Phase 1 was rough. We did not have a whole lot of great movies. We basically True. had Iron Man, Avengers, and for me, Thor was the other one. It's like, because I did not care for Iron Man 2. I know we kind of skipped over that for good reason. No, but... we did not skip over that for a good reason. We skipped over that for a real reason. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, never mind. But yeah, I, I, I really liked Thor when it first came out, and I, I liked it more than Captain America. To me, that was surprising, because I never cared about Thor in the comics. But Yeah. No, me neither. Me neither. That's but, but Kenneth Branagh is a great director, too. Yeah, I agree. So then, speaking of Thor, next one for me is Thor Ragnarok, which oh, okay. is awesome. I, I love, love Thor movie. Ragnarok. I love that movie. That movie is oh. so much fun. I watched it last night. Again, hadn't seen it. I don't think I'd seen it since the theater. I think I saw it twice in the theater, and I hadn't seen it since oh, then. I watched so it a lot. It had been a little while. That's just such a... Of all the things, I would I would have probably said this had no chance of being good, like, five this years could. ago. And yeah. then it's just like... But, man, you talk about bringing a character back from the dead. Yeah. A character who is just boring as crap as Thor at this point. Yeah. And just revitalize, totally change the character, which, again, is a big risk and a lot of times doesn't work. But oh, in this works. instance, it worked. And we got this goofy space fest. It's basically like, uh, what's his name who directed it? Looked at, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and was like, oh, we can do that. And then, yeah. and it works. It works great. Loki's great. The The relationship between Thor and Loki is grows. Um, all yeah. the characters grow. Dude, the freaking Grandmaster alone. Oh, it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> literally, just being Jeff Goldblum as a character oh is wonderful. Uh, Hulk is great. All that yeah. stuff. It's it's just so much fun. Uh, it, yeah, it is so much fun. Clearly, this movie is so good that the, the freaking promotional videos that came from this movie might be better than the actual movie. <laughs> the, the, what was Thor during, doing during Civil War? Right. That was funny. Oh, and then there's one for the Grandmaster when the Grandmaster's living with a one Australian guy. Oh my! Yep, yep, uh, yep. I, those were great. But this, I love this movie so much, and I did not think I would because yeah, because Thor was kind of like his movies weren't bad, but like he just he was kind of the weakest link, especially in the Avengers movies. He was kind of yeah. 
almost a stick in the mud where kind he of. was he was strongest, but he he just wasn't any of the draw of the team. But this movie made him one of the most like not only important. They but made also him the, the comic relief, and h- yeah. nobody saw that coming. And that was smart. And again, that could have completely backfired, it but could've. it actually enhanced his character. Uh, I totally agree. You have it a little higher. You have it up at five. So we're yeah, still I almost going it. movie by movie, which I w- didn't want to do, but oh well. Um, That's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, I love Thor Ragnarok. has one of the greatest scenes in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, which sure. again, we'll talk about a little later. Um, for me, number eight, Iron Man 2. I love Iron Man 2. Wow. I I love Iron Man 2. Is it a great movie? No, no, but I really like it. I think it is so much fun. I mean, it starts off with literally Tony Stark being Tony Stark. He's just, you know, we've just finished Iron Man. He's now Iron Man public, just living it up. Oh, it's 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 so much fun. Freaking Sam Rockwell is Justin Hammer is amazing. Sam Rockwell, it, he's great in everything. He's fantastic. Villain kind of weak for sure, as oh, as oh, with oh. most of the movies. I mean, Mickey Rourke's character is just kind of eh, but um, about yeah, but but it's it's fine. It, it, you know, then you got to go through Tony's getting poisoned by the uh, reactor that he's wearing, so he's got to deal with that. We get an awesome scene of him freaking creating another element. That whole that, is, that whole thing that is, is one awesome. Of my I want to talk about yeah. figuring it out from his dad's like plan of the expo and everything. like all that stuff. So cool. Um, I, I enjoy it. I, I really hate freaking Don Cheadle. I am not a John. I'm not a fan of Don Cheadle except for maybe oceans 11. Um, but I'm just not really a fan of him in general. I thought what's his name was way better as Rhodey. Yeah. I thought he was way better as Rhodey. So I'm not a fan of the recasting at all, but, um, just as a movie to me, that one, like you were saying with age of Ultron, that to me is like Iron Man two. You can just put an Iron Man 2 and it's just fun. You don't really have to think about it. It's just it's just fun to just have on and watch and I enjoy it. Well, so. I mean, I um, unfortunately I wish I could share your sentiment about this movie, but I I have not seen it since the theaters and I just have not had any desire. You should remember, watch it again. I I should try. Yeah. You should. I just remember I just remember being super bored. I mean, the, the villain, I was not into at all. And yeah, I mean, but see, I love... to me, that doesn't hurt anything because half these movies, that's the case. Sure, but, like, there's a difference between just being a weak villain and, like, but with Iron Man 2, I literally forgot about him. Like, when he goes to prison or jail or whatever, yeah. I forgot he was in the movie and then he shows up later and it's like, oh! Well, because he's, like... well, he's not even the main villain. It's kind of a, there's not really, like, a central necessarily villain. It's more, it's more just a character movie about Tony. Oh sure, yeah, and, and those moments are good. I, I and again, actually, one of my favorites. Oh yeah, and Black whole... Widow is introduced in that movie, and is freaking hilarious. Oh, she's great, and, and that was kind of my other flaw in the movie is that it fe- it just felt like it was it was building up a lot more of Avengers than it was actually telling a a singular like story and like movie. Yeah, maybe, but I enjoy but... it. So <laughs> that's my uh, th- that's the only one that we really differ on pretty vastly. I think so, yeah. Um. So then my next one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's another movie that saw it first in the theater, really liked it, but but now like it even more after watching oh. it a couple more times. Then and yeah. I liked it. I liked it in general, but I yeah. like it much more than I did at first. Now it's so good. I mean, like my my top ten or really my top eight or like they're really close. Like yeah. so, I have I have this at number eight, but I love this movie. And it, and you're right. It's like the more I watch it, the more I love it. And 
Like, I don't get people who hate this movie. It's like, to me, it's a really good sequel because it, it just goes in a completely different direction. Yeah. I mean, I love the first one, but it is very by the numbers MacGuffin, bad guy wants MacGuffin. This is like way out there. This it's is all like over the place. The, yeah, I mean, I, like, the, like they're on the planet, most of it. And then Rocket and Yondu are, are doing the whole mutiny theme. But yep. but I, I love this movie. And when we talk about favorite scenes, I mean, this has a lot of them. Yeah, this this has. Yes, it does. It does. And we'll talk about that, too, coming up. And also one of the funniest of the Marvel movies. For oh, sure. I think it's the funniest Marvel movie. It might be. Yeah. Um, I just, 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 just pure laughs. Drax alone. Just, oh my gosh. Drax <laughs> is the best. Oh, I <laughs> freaking love him. For me, number six is uh, Infinity War. It's a little different. You have a little bit higher. I know you like it a little bit more than I do. I really love, I really like Infinity War. Um, I yeah. think it's great. It's just not quite top, top for me, but I, it's but I, I mean, I, I, I love it. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, I've got it at number three. I mean, to me, it was one of those movies that I, I mean, I was hyped for this movie and it lived up to it, which, you know, it's yeah, hard me, to do yeah, for how hyped My how only hyped flaw with this movie is they, they picked some of the wrong people to, to get, to get dusted to where it oh, took sure. me out of it. By the time we got to the end of the movie, I was like, oh, because I, I, you know, everyone was like, oh no, they're going to kill people and all this stuff. Like that was a very real possibility, even for a comic book movie. Like, right. it, you know, we've seen people killed and come back all the time. But in this, oh. it was like, no, th- there could be some definite things to happen in this movie. And then when they did the snap, it was like, oh, shoot. And then when you see Spider-Man and Black Panther go, it's like, oh, well, now I know they're all coming back. So so sure. to me, that was a big disappointment. That was a missed opportunity. I get why they did it, because they want these characters to all react in the next movie. So I right. understand, and, and I think it will help in-game as a movie. But but in that moment, it took me out of it to where all my belief was gone once that happened. I, I guess part of me just kind of expected that they, w- they would do something like that. Like, they would give the big shock, which, I mean, credit for even doing the snap. I mean... Yeah, sure. I mean, think about how comic book movies used to be ten years ago. Like, we would never even fathom about no. doing something like this because it just wouldn't be grounded and it just it would be too out there. But credit for them actually doing it. But I guess the reason I didn't have that is because I I pretty much expected they would do something because we know they're gonna make more Black Panther movies. We know they're right. gonna make more Spider Man. And so yeah, when they when they start when they started deteriorating, it's like oh okay, well they're not gonna really be gone. But I think. But I think the performances of everybody else and just how they film that scene is still shocking enough. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, I don't know. it was all well done. That, that's, for, but, that's for sure. And, and when we talk about great scenes, we'll definitely be coming back to this movie for sure. Yeah, definitely. So for me, number five is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I do like it a little bit more than, than the, than the uh, second one, but not by much. Yeah, and, it's tough. Uh, yeah. But that was just a total shock. You talk about a yeah. breath of fresh air. Oh, into yeah. everything that that was just an the ultimate just here here <laughs> here's something yeah. totally different just to digest and it was just fantastic i mean yeah, this is me, this is these oh, are characters nobody cared about even people no. that read guardians of the galaxy did not care much about guardians of the galaxy no, um, most people are lying when they say they actually liked guardians of the galaxy it's like you right. never read them Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I maybe read one Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. Maybe I, not even. And yeah. so it was just like, you know, I didn't care at all. But to me, that helps for movies because there's not the comic book bias, which there are for other characters, which is true and is is, oh, is yeah. a big hurdle, obviously. Okay, also Batman. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, for, for James Gunn, he didn't really have to deal with that and kind of could do what he wanted. 
And um, I was listening to him on a podcast today, actually, um, just kind of talking about making it and kind of how he came up with the idea. His kind of, I think his first thing he was talking about that he really thought of was the character of Rocket, of how in the world to make this raccoon work. And, and, and he was just talking about how he started thinking about, well, it's a, to- you know, he's a totally alone character. There's nobody else like, and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, it's confirmed again that James Gunn is a genius. Um, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, it's so well written. All the characters, are- and I hate Zoe Saldana. I do not like her at all. I don't like her as an actress at all. Yeah, she's not very good. But, but she's fine in this movie as Gamora. I mean, oh, yeah. Everything works. All the characters work. They all fit perfectly together. They're all played beautifully. And then you just add on the, the soundtrack. The, you add on the dialogue and the soundtrack to it, and it, you got a beautiful, fantastic movie. Yeah, to me, this was really the movie because this came out a few months after Winter Soldier, and that, like, that back to back to me was when Marvel really transcended, where it really showed us it could go just be above and beyond. That, okay, you know, make a good superhero movie because like this one was so different and like you said, such a fresh air, a breath of fresh air, style wise and just tone wise, and actually like just going out right there with these random characters that no one even heard about, and then you, you look at Winter Soldier and just how much of a huge, out of nowhere, amazing hit that was. I think this was really when people started to be like, okay, Marvel is doing something that no one else is doing, and like really kind of put them on the on the map and, and really blew up because this movie again like the story is very basic i mean it's not oh, yeah it's really not that like outlandish or creative at all but everything else is creative the characters the style the world everything like that and yeah and, like, i mean and and this is the one that made chris pratt just a god basically because yeah i mean every, people loved him from parks and rec and other stuff but but seeing him like this is, oh my God, is it's made his career for the rest of his life. Yeah, pretty much, and well deserved as well. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's fantastic, um, great movie. So now we're into my top four, and to me, these are head and shoulders above the others for me. Like, like you okay. were saying, once you got to like your eight or whatever, and I agree with that too. But then there's another level for the top three, uh, the top four, in my opinion. I still kind of agree with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of still the same way. And my my top four, just I'll just you know, my four is Avengers, my third yep. is Civil War, second one is Winter Soldier, and then first one is Iron Man. And um, Ian, do you want to say yours real quick? Yeah, I mean my my top four is four is Avengers, three is Infinity War, two is Winter Soldier, and one is Civil War. Which Civil War and Winter Soldier, like you can't even visualize how close those two are like it's not even a hair length like yeah i i constantly go back but i mean i i can't i mean yours is i mean i have iron man just a little bit lower but you have it way lower and i was mad about that well again like my eight are, are very close but like um but yeah i think that's really the only difference we kind of have other than you have a infinity war a little bit lower yeah um yeah the first avengers is just yeah, i mean it's it's perfect the yeah. only the only flaw for me personally is they make Hawkeye a drone and then give him no character for the rest of the movie. So to me, that's, true. that's very disappointing. But other than that, everything else is perfect. It, I mean, the only, this is how you do a team up movie. Oh yeah, I mean this it, this it is changed, how you do it. It changed everything. I mean, for better and for worse in the movie industry, because no one was expecting. Yeah, no one thought it was possible. You look at a movie like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
or just any type of movie that tried to do a team up. And it was like, it's too many characters. It's too many backstories. Yep. It's never going to work. And this movie completely changed everything. Like you, you can't, you can't underestimate and just not put into words, like how much this show the world, like what you're capable of doing movie wise and credit to J- Joss Whedon for pulling of it off. But the only problem with this movie is that when you actually go back and watch it, it looks like, like the budget was like a hundred million. Like it's just crazy how much different it looks than movies they have now. Sure. And back then, like back then it didn't look cheap at all, but no. it's like, it's weird. It, but to uh, me, although, to me, I don't even notice it that, I mean, to what you're talking about, I don't even notice it that much. I mean, you notice it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's, to it's me, not it, like, it's not like X-Men one, which that is like low budget as against, but sure. Well, it was the, but, also the first, but yeah. Yeah. But the only thing I hate from this movie is Captain America's costume. In this movie, it it's looks, bad. <laughs> it looks like pajamas. <laughs> it is bad. So, yeah. Cause his costume in the first adventure is actually badass. It's got like the utility Fine. belt and it looks big, but like, but whoever was in charge of the costume here, even Chris Evans has joked about it too. It's like that's the biggest misstep. It's pretty like, bad. I don't know what they were thinking, but no, it's nothing can be said about this movie that hasn't already been said. No, and we'll talk about our favorite scenes coming up a little bit later oh, sure. as well. And there's several from there. Uh, for me, three is Civil War, and I know that's your uh, that's your number one. So we can just talk about that one. To me, Civil War was number one when I first saw it, and. There's really no reason for it to move down. I mean, the, my top three could it's basically tough. be anywhere. Um, yeah. But uh, no, Civil War is just amazing. I mean, that is a near perfect movie. Uh, again, like like Avengers, there's even more characters. This isn't yeah. even technically an Avengers movie, and yeah. and they're able to balance everyone. Um, they they do them all pretty much justice for the most part. Um, and then obviously it's this is the this is the best one as far as just probably a pure story goes. Um, and again, the only flaw is the villain who's horrible. But see, I, li- I like the villain. See, to me, that's the dumbest thing in the world. To me, that is is on. It, it's like getting up there to like Lex Luthor plan in uh, Batman vs Superman. Like it's so I mean- absurd, and it's like. Okay, there's no way you would know he would think this, and then this would happen. Then it's like there's no way this was your plan, and this is where you thought everything was going to end up. There is no way in hell. No, but to me, that's like that's kind of comic booking in general. I mean, let's but be it's honest, even but... it's even farther than that. Like like there's no uh, there's no real thing that this guy's done other than pretend to be Bucky and blow up the thing. That's really all. And then I guess infiltrate the thing and t- and then activate Winter Soldier, and then other than that, the, nothing he does affects anything. And so it's like he he's acting like this is his big master plan. It's like no, it was not. There's no way this was your plan. And so I wish ah. they just didn't have him, and and would have thought of another way to get this ball rolling. And it, I think it would have been better. Uh, I mean, I I can't argue with. That. I mean, I can't argue with that. But I I can't hate that. But like to me, like to me, it'd be unfair to compare him to the Lex Luthor. And yeah, it is, it is unfair, but I'm just talking about the level of convolutedness and and like the steps that got sure. there. Like it's just there's sure. no it's way. It's very it's very convenient and it's very like you know improbable to even put it lightly. But at least like unlike Lex Luthor, at least you understand his motivation for doing. Oh it. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But but no, I I totally get that. But for me, this like Winter Soldier was a movie that put the Russos on a map, and then I feel like. Uh, or I feel like Kevin Feige and Marvel gave them this movie like okay 
now it's time to really prove yourselves. And then they knock it out of the part with Civil War. And it's they like, did. okay, these guys are going to be our guys going forward. Yeah. Like, literally, we are having them make the most important movies of the entire <laughs> franchise. And it has worked out amazingly. Oh, it well you deserved. Look at how, you look at how good freaking Civil War is. Because, like, yeah, it's like all the characters they had to juggle. Yep. And it still manages to be a really great Captain America like, you know, developing his character and his relationship with Bucky. Yeah. And, and and we talk about favorite scenes. This might have the most of them. This has a lot. Yes, it does. Yeah. This has many. Um, but but not just Captain America. They they move a whole new direction with Iron Man. And yeah. it's... Well, they, oh. they redeemed him a lot, too, because I think... In a way, a yeah, people, in a way. A lot of people, I think, because especially in Ultron, he kind of... He's not very serious. He's very like like a lot of the stuff in Ultron is his fault, right? And he kind of just he glosses over it. But this movie really, really humanizes him to the point where like, even though I'm a huge Captain America fan, you can't like I can't really take a side in that final battle because they're both they're both justified and like you sympathize with both of them. Yeah, and and just they introduce one of my favorite characters in the Winter Soldier, who I like way better than Captain America, oh, and wow. and oh, it's just it's. Well, not introduced. I mean, he's introduced in Winter Soldier, obviously, but right. but I mean, like as his real character, the the non brainwashed, exactly in in this one. So yeah, so they get great. that, they get Spider Man, then they get Black Panther. Right? It's like, come on, and Spider Man. They do a great yeah. job of Spider Man in this movie. I was so excited. I was so happy with Spider Man in this movie, and that's yeah. where Homecoming was all the more disappointing. But sure. Um, yeah, everything is done well. They juggle everything. They they manage to introduce two brand new characters, and they're like the best parts of the movie. It's like <laughs> yeah, they knock it out of the park. And again, like nothing, like no one feels like shortchanged at all. No, not well. They could have done more with Hawkeye, but I understand. They're, they're, they always can. I understand. Yeah, I know. I know. They all, for me, they always can. Um, oh yeah. But uh, no, it, it's it's beautiful. It's 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 a perfect movie. It's it's awesome. I absolutely adore so, Civil War. So then the only one we haven't talked about is Winter well, Soldier. Well, well, there's two we haven't talked about. Um, oh, and it's the top two on my list. Um, oh, oh, sure. Winter Soldier is up there. To me, that's second for me, and that's second for you as well. That's just yes. to it's me. Right to me, as as far as single, just just like single movie. I mean, the, these top two are are different than the others for me because yeah. I think you can watch my top two of Iron Man and and, and uh, Winter Soldier completely by themselves. Oh, with totally. nothing else. And, and to me, totally. these are the only two movies that you can really do that with. I, I definitely agree. And so, I mean, these are standalone, just awesome stories. The Captain America stuff that happened, like the way that just whole progresses and you go from everything's fine to everything is done <laughs> in one movie and it not feel like a jump is so well done. It's just it's it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, the relationships you get to see with Captain America, both with Black Widow, with Nick Fury, Falcon. And, the, and with Falcon, and yeah. then obviously with with Bucky. It's just they're all done well. They're all done justice. They all make sense. No characters are dumb in nope. this movie, which is very rare. And everyone makes logical decisions. Like just everything about it is. And then the action's awesome. Like it's yeah. it's just it's awesome. Well, it's funny because the Russo brothers, when they talk about their like their kind of reasoning behind making this movie, they actually said when they made this movie, they wanted it to be like the the movie where Cinemasins had nothing to point out, and like <laughs> I think Cinemasins actually did. You know, of course they did a a video about this, and they actually like referenced like, yeah, this movie was really hard to 
yeah. to like uh, point out because yeah, it's like everything. There's no, even though it's it's big budget, ridiculous, you know, superhero movie. It's not like dumb Hollywood like Michael Bay. There's never any moment like that where a character does something just for you know the story to move forward or something like right. that where you have no idea what they would do that. But for me, this this was the biggest surprise because again, I was not pleased with the first Avenger. I was really disappointed. And I was not blown away really by the trailers for this movie, so I was kind of like, uh, whatever. And it, I think it came out in like April, I think, uh, like I before the summer. And I was just like dying to see a movie. I was like, you know what? I'll just see this. It's Marvel. You know, it's probably gonna be good. And I just remember like my jaw being on the floor, being like, I was not expecting anything like that. Because <laughs> I mean, you talk about going from oh, I'll see this movie to being this might be the best Marvel movie ever. Yeah. And. Oh my goodness! I mean, I I just I cannot stop gushing about this movie all day. Oh, it's so it's so good, so oh. well done. Yeah. I mean, again, you talk about, I mean, all of these top ones. You talk about just multiple great scenes that. Um, oh yeah. That that we'll get to, and this one, of course, has a ton of it also. And then for oh. me, number one is still Iron Man. That was the first one that came out, first super movie I ever saw in theaters back in two thousand and eight when that came out. Um, I mean it. To me, that's a, a perfect movie. The I mean, if you want to flaw anything, may, the villains maybe not villain. great, but it doesn't yeah. matter because that's yeah. not the point of anything. All about, yeah, it's all about him. But the villain, even though the villain might not be that strong, I think, I think until the whole Iron Monger part happens, I think the villain's great. I think Obadiah Stane is a great villain until he kind of puts on the suit, and then that's kind of a little bit ridiculous. But of course, I think being the Basically, you know, uncle of Tony Stark, lifelong, grown up, like, you know, being part of him, being raised and all this stuff. And then kind of being the guy, all that stuff, I think, is done well. This movie is just it's just awesome. It's John Favreau directing it, who I adore. Um, I think he's I think John Favreau is an amazing storyteller and director. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, th- this is the biggest one you were, like you were talking about Winter Soldier being well, like not having expectations. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the movie that had no expectations. I mean, I mean, from the peep from people, nobody had expectations really about this movie. It's like, oh, yeah. what? No. Iron Man's coming out? The boring, drunk billionaire <laughs> character that l- looks kind of dumb, like in, in the comics. Yeah. Like, this is the biggest out of left field move that has probably ever been made in the history of movies. And especially hiring someone like Robert Downey Jr., who at the time was nothing. Was- was nobody? I mean, I think they paid him what, like, half a million for this movie? Something ridiculous. I don't remember. I I have no idea. But it it was it was uh, like I don't even think it was a million. I remember here, and I was like, that can't be right. But like, but part of his deal was all that uh, back end stuff. That's true, and that's, that's true. where he freaking killed He's, everybody. That's um, like George Lucas getting the merchandising for Star Wars. Mm, like, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. He was entitled to whatever back portion of it, and then from for like the next several movies as well. Yeah, and so yeah. he. But they basically anchored their entire – all of this was anchored on Robert Downey Jr. Absolutely. And part of me it's, resents it because he took half of Hawkeye's character to make yeah. this character. And so then when they did introduce Hawkeye, they didn't know what to do for a couple of movies. Um, but man, it just – it from the opening scene, it just opens up with the Hummers – driving in you know in the middle east and it blowing up and him getting captured i mean it's a great it's a great open to a movie oh yeah 
And even the way they exposition his character makes sense being at that like dinner where it's like they're showing a video about him when he's about to receive an award. Like, oh, yeah, it's like everything's done so well and he's not there to get the award because he doesn't care. Like, it's just everything's done so well. Then he's in the you know, he's in the cave, builds the suit, gets out of it, which I'm going to get to Um, (laughs) just everything about that movie, his character, the way his character starts and fit. You talk about the ultimate character arc like ever in a single movie. And it's it's just it's awesome. And then it has in the top five best endings of any movie in history. (laughs) on top of all of that. And so it's just, it sets the tone so beautifully. It works 100% just by itself. Cause that was part of the point. Oh yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's, it's perfect. And I, that one will, I, I I thought at the time civil war passed it for me at number one. And then in the past couple of years, it's just like, no, that's still number one for me. And I don't think, I don't think anything will change that. Yeah, I, I can't fault that in the least bit. I, I definitely don't appreciate this movie enough. I, I need to rewatch it. Like this is a times. movie I've seen more than many others. I mean, and I could watch this movie like back to back at any time ever. Yeah. I mean, it's up there. Like my favorite movie of all time is Back to the Future, and I could literally right. watch that every day. Um, it, It's up there with those for me where I could watch it like every day. Oh, yeah, I totally get that. The, the biggest problem with Iron Man at least for me is that it will, it had the worst competition there was for like competing for my dark night. Yeah. Cause it came out the same summer as the dark night. Sure. And I, w- I was a cringy little 12 year old who was like, Oh, the dark night's so much cooler than iron man. Cause iron man's like for kids and I will forever hate myself because yeah, it's like you look at what this movie accomplished and sure. The dark night is the better looking and the better made movie, but when you, when you think about, yeah, just that self-contained story. And, and the world, this creates the entire MCU exactly. in Started one everything. movie. Like, yeah. I mean, to, uh, name another movie that's created a world like this in one movie. The only other one I can think of is ma- it's like Star Wars. I mean, yeah, but even that, they I, I would argue they still haven't fully explored the potential of that universe. Like, like the MCU has. In yeah. terms of like... Well, I'm, I'm out, talking man. about the original Star Wars. I'm, t- I'm talking about the first Star Wars movie. As oh, far yeah, as a yeah, single yeah. No, movie that has created a world that quickly and that yeah. well, and maybe Lord of the Rings, but yeah, well, that's fair. But 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 again, Lord of the Rings was a direct adaptation of yeah, a full it, it, of a it, full it, novel. I mean, that's both Star Wars and Iron Man. This is nothing like the Iron Man comic at all, other than no. the suit, the 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 you know the heart thing. Like other than those things, it's really not much like an Iron Man story, and no. it's totally different and. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, that's my number one, and it's it's probably going to stay that way forever. We'll see. We'll see though. We'll see about Endgame. We'll see. Yeah, I, part of me though thinks that it will, always will be for you, and I totally get that. Yeah. So that will do our no. That'll end our discussion with the top, um, our basically our order of all the MCU's. We pretty we went through every MCU movie, which I didn't really expect, but that's fine. So this was a lot longer <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. So that'll be the end of part one. And we'll have to do a part two now, and that'll be us talking about all of our favorite moments in all of the movies leading up to Endgame. So you can go ahead. It's already up right now. So go ahead and click on part two of the NK Crusaders review and our episode on the MCU. (laughs) 